Hello everybody, it is Clifton Kitty, it is the 13th of January and I am trying to get my TikTok back up because my video scared people I guess so bad, but at least it wasn't just me. Um, it seems they went on a witch hunt and again, I just keep saying this, I, I never, I push the limit, but I'm appalled because I always thought there was some semblance, unless you come right out and, you know, I mean, hate speech, hate speech. I, I'm the first person to tell you I believe in free speech for everybody. And so now I'm just like, you know what? I get it. I was really correct. And I was looking at this. There is an agenda. And then today I saw Biden comes out and he says that social media is to suppress um, people with views that oppose what the mainstream narrative is, and that includes the vaccine. So I am not surprised that we are seeing this kind of censorship. And I had started a series, and I want to talk about this really, really important. I want you to think about the last several decades, 1970. I talked about how the hippie movement came up, and their kids were the guinea pigs of the New World Order. We have a generation now that is engrossed in technology. Their life is technology. They can't write cursive. And they pretty much have no semblance of free thinking. It's whatever they are told because the schools have indoctrinated them in that. And so they look at the news and they really don't even care. They don't, they've been indoctrinated to not go against the grain and not cause any kind of trouble. And unfortunately... That mentality has really hurt. <clears throat> In addition, they have no idea about history. They have no idea about Ruby Ridge, about Waco, about the Oklahoma City bombing, about how we got into this space. And I want to stress enough, this is the Democrats and the Republicans pushing this agenda. Now, today the Supreme Court said that his Biden's mandate was unconstitutional, but... It doesn't stop employers from implementing it. That's what you have to understand. People think it's magically going to disappear. Nothing is going to disappear. It's just that now companies are going to have to mandate it instead of the government. It is not going anywhere. Um, I want to say, um, I want to bring this in. Biden um, has said that he's going to go ahead and, and keep pushing this because he has no choice. He's a puppet of the New World Order. Um, and I don't think people understand fully. That's why they get so excited about um, it's you know, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court. Um, but they're ignoring the bigger picture, just like with the federal employees. It's not going away. This is global. So for those of you who don't know some incidents, I want to talk about some history that you might not know. Um, how many people know what Ruby Ridge was about? Many people um, have never heard of Ruby Ridge or Randy Weaver. And that's a shame because people really do need to know about history. Um, it was an 11-day siege in 1992 in Idaho in a place called Boundary County. 
And it began on August 21st, which is my birthday, by the way, um, when deputies of the United States Marshal tried to apprehend and arrest Mr. Weaver for a bench warrant because he did not appear on firearm charges. Um, he claimed that there were give, different dates given and he did not know the dates to appear. He refused to surrender and him and his immediate family as well as his friend Kevin Harris resisted. A hostage rescue team was sent in thinking that he was holding his family hostage and that was part of the FBI. Um, and a siege developed. Uh, Randy Weaver um, and his 14-year-old son at the time, Sammy, they had a um, family cabin. Um, a shootout finally took place between the deputy marshals and his dog was killed, which I think is reason enough just to go blow all the damn, damn brains out, I guess. Because you know what? They were trying to kill him. I don't think you understand what this was. It wasn't a seize. A seize, as they say it. Or whatever. A hostage situation. They knew Randy Weaver wanted to be left alone. He had no intent of hurting anybody. He never ever wanted to hurt anybody. If you read a story by his wife, uh, by Sandy, we- Sarah Weaver, I'm sorry, that was his daughter, you can go to the Ruby Ridge official website. And it makes me angry because they admitted they wanted to kill him and his entire family. And you can read the documents all about this. And it makes me very, very angry that most people do not understand what it was really, really about. Um, But there was a bigger picture about Ruby Ridge besides what happened. A lot of people claim this kicked off the constitutional militia movement. But you have to understand the militia always existed. That is a fallacy put out there by the media or whatever you want to say it is. Um... Randy and his family moved to Idaho to be left alone. They were Christians. Um, he was targeted by the ATF, another rogue agency, and trapped in a sting operation. Now, entrapment is how they do their business. Remember January 6th. When he refused to become a federal informant, he was charged with illegally selling firearms. Due to miscommunication, again, about the court date, all right, um, but I want to tell you something else besides a dog. They killed his wife and his 14-year-old son. I waited to say that. His wife and his 14-year-old son, unarmed, were murdered. The Weavers never said they didn't believe in an apocalyptic view of the future. They actually saw what we are experiencing today as going to happen. They realized it. And so they purchased a 20-acre farm in Ruby Ridge, Idaho. His wife homeschooled, which was looked down upon. Um, Nothing ever changes. Now, one thing that they put out there 
was they were affiliated with a white nationalistic group. In 1985, the FBI interviewed him and Randy Weaver denied being involved with a white supremacist group. He was a Christian. He said he had no alignment with these groups. And um, he, re- he was not aligned with them. Um, but there were his neighbors. There was a lot of them that lived up there in Idaho. So it was assumed that he moved up there to be part of one of these organizations. Um, not long after that, they basically tried to get him to be an informant. And they, you know, trap him in the way they normally do. Randy Weaver refused to turn evidence and be a snitch on people. And another story goes. Most people don't remember Ruby Ridge because the media doesn't really want to talk about it. Because, again, a woman and a 14-year-old boy were murdered in cold blood. It doesn't look glorious. But the real message of Ruby Ridge was both parties, the Democrats and the Republicans, were coming together to shape an agenda. It was both parties together, just like Waco and as other incidents start to unfold as time moves on. Um, I want to say... Um, they tried to kill Randy Weaver, um, but they did not. They shot his wife in the head, who was holding the 10-month-old baby daughter at the time in her arms. Maybe that's why the media doesn't want to talk about that. A woman holding a 10-month-old baby, a red dot placed on her head, and was shot. That's what the government did. Now, Ruby Ridge made the news, but you don't think things like this happen all the time and always have. This is just something that became big news. Because it was about the time to get things moving, in my opinion. Um, the FBI sniper... They tried to press charges against him for murder, but it was dismissed. People don't know about that. Um, and the case was eventually, you know, went away. Um, but this involved more. This involved entrapment. It involved the Postal Service. It involved, you know, this was before the Internet, so spying on people. This was everything that our nation has become now so many years ago. Um... I want you to think about the imagery that was painted there. And if that happened way back then, you know this has happened more than one time. Look at the Bundys. Okay, if you don't know about the Bundy, that's another thing we'll look at. But I'm bringing this to your attention. An agenda came out, but it backfired, I think. I believe Ruby Ridge was supposed to make the American people turn on the Second Amendment... But when all the facts came out, it actually backfired on them. But they still were able to vilify. And that was the first time you heard the militia really brought into terms. And he was never a member of the militia. He was also never a member of any white supremacist groups. But again, it's what brought to the media. That's why now I urge people to learn 
the truth about what actually happens. Um, what is the decline of rights in America really about? Why do we see this? What happened with Waco? What was the agenda? I believe it was to start making the American people fear the government. There was a rise in the Second Amendment. There was people moving out to Idaho. There was a white nationalist movement. There always has been. Just like there's always been a nationalist movement for blacks, for Mexicans, from any, any state. French, Greek, I don't know, okay? That doesn't mean they were doing anything illegal. It just means that they want to live with people that were like-minded and be left alone. What is wrong with that? Now, when we start looking at the erosion of freedom at an incident like that, why is this something we need to worry about? Ruby Ridge was a big thing. They were saying he had guns. He had guns. We need to start curbing guns. We need to start you know, being surveillant on people. We need to be watching people. We need to be reporting on our neighbors. These are the things that the media portrayed at the time. And again, even though an innocent woman and a child was murdered, to this day, people think of him as a white supremacist as part of this militia movement rather than the government as agents of murder. And that is very, very sad. Um, I want to talk about the erosion of rights real quick. So what will happen when people talk about eroding of rights, they will say there's a danger, so we need to do something about it. Like the shootings in a movie theater, okay? There's a danger. Let's start small and build it up and build it up and build it up. And so it's kind of like we haven't realized what has happened. Um in this country, we haven't noticed our freedoms disappearing. And people forget things like Ruby Ridge. James Madison said he warned that if a system becomes too big, he said if men were angels, no government would be necessary. But men are not angels, are they not? And since 9-11, the government is built on fear. We fear the Taliban. We fear this. We fear this. The government's going to save us. Again, the Republicans, the Patriot Act. Okay? Um, I want to bring this up real quick, and then I'm going to wrap up, because I don't want to put too much in there. But the State Department has been going after our rights just like Randy Weaver. There was no reason to murder innocent people. And again, it happens all the time with no-knock warrants, things we don't hear about unless they want us to know about them. The National Defense Authorization Act is something people don't know about. That came in after September 11th. And it gave the government even increasing power. Real ID. We know that's coming to effect. I would not get one. Everything about national security. They want people to spy on people. Okay. 
They are looking for reasons to take away the rights slowly, but without causing a huge disturbance in life. And they really have not been able to do that. They can't do 100 ruby ridges. So they create a virus. And now we see the agenda coming full tuition. Now the vaccine mandates are just building up, a, really beginning about in the 90s, this push towards mandatory vaccinations. All this has been planned. It's just, they've been messing around with how to implement their strategies. Okay. Um, part of the act I was talking about put down by government gives our government the authority to assassinate citizens if they feel they pose an imminent danger to our country. Um, and this is a national security power. And a National Defense Authorization Act that was signed on December 31st. That's back in 2001. It gives the United States government the power to assassinate a U.S. citizen. It allows people to be indefinitely detained for being domestic terrorists. The, I, I mean, I, I'm reading this, and this was on January 13, 2012 when this came into effect. January 13, 2012 is when this law officially went into effect, which was called, as I said, the, um, I'm sure I was right now, National Defense Authorization Act. And it came out of 9-11. This was in planning since 9-11. It took it this long for it to become a law. But in 2012, that's what happened. Assassination now of US citizens is allowed indefinite detention meaning no due process they can strip of legal protections arbitrary justice is allowed the president can decide whether a person receive a trial or not in the federal courts and guess who was a big proponent of that president bush like i said democrats and republicans in fact bush claimed in 2001 his authority to be able to do just that it allows warrantless searches. Under the Patriot Act of 2001 and 2011, and then Obama extended that into businesses. It allows secret evidence to be entered into evidence against you in court, and yet the Constitution says we have a right to face our accusers and see all the evidence against us. What this is saying is the government can claim it has, it has this overwhelming right to introduce this secret evidence. It can prosecute someone for war crimes. Uh, it would allow CIA um, employees. This was um, part of the Obama um, plan, 2009, and to do what they want and not be prosecuted for it. They could not be prosecuted for war crimes. It allows for secret courts. In 2011, Obama renewed those powers. It's immunity from judicial review. Bush administration pushed it, as well as the Obama administration. The continual monitoring of citizens. They can use GPS devices. And extraordinary renditions. 
The government now has the ability, this was written January 31st, 2012, the government now has the ability to transfer both citizens and non-citizens to another country in a system known as extraordinary redemption. It has the power to hold people for indefinite periods of time without constitutional rights. Lindsey Graham said in 2012, this war on terror will be a war on our constitution, free speech, and all the rest of our freedoms implored to us will disappear. An authoritative nation is defined by the use of authoritative power. When rights become just arbitrary, we live in a dictatorship. The framers knew that because they lived under one under the monarchy. James Madison warned, again, if men were angels, no government would be necessary. Since 9-11, both parties have been guilty. Both parties are working together to globalization and global tyranny. I'm Kalishna Kitty. Have a blessed night.